fresh in here man yeah smells like new crib in here man it's very new cribby smells like plaster and drywall and paint yeah flooring yeah and boxes and lots and lots of cardboard lots of cardboard yep um now that you mentioned it it is kind of stuffy in here um you got a lot of stuff in here yeah it's stuffy because of the Stuff. Stagnant air and because of the stuff. The stuff. You got a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm stuffing both ways here today. A lot of stuff that's not supposed to be here. Yep. Um, I'm going to go on a limb and say that the move didn't go smoothly. Yeah, I mean, that's to say, to put it one way, I guess. Yeah, you could say it didn't go smoothly. Well, I guess I know how we're going to start the show then. Okay. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. Before we do that, before we deep dive into your trauma, I'll say, uh, let's talk real quick about our Instagram, our Twitter, at State Your Take. Follow us. Please follow us. Yeah, on the socials. Um, subscribe to the uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. I don't know how you've gotten to this point. This is episode I want to say one hundred and twenty-five, maybe. Yeah. You, should, you, should, you should subscribe to this point. I don't know what you're doing if you haven't. Just sub. What are you? What are you doing? Like, Stop why, being a bitch. Why not? Sub. Like, what else are you gonna do? Like, what else should you talk about to today? It's a simple tap. It's a tap. Tap in. Is your thumb too busy? Yeah. Is it What's your up? thumb doing? Got a lot of meetings. Your uh, thumb has meetings with the other four like, fingers. Yeah, is it meetings that have like Zoom calls? <laughs> you know, you can't just tap. Thumb Zoom calls. Just fit us in. Just fit us in your busy thumb schedule and just tap. Subscribe. You got nothing better to do. There's literally not a better podcast you could be listening to right now than us. I don't, I don't think so. Just, yeah, just, just, just free up some time with your thumb and tap subscribe. Um, okay, so I'm not going to ask how your week goes because that's going to lead to a tangent. Um, let me ask how, how was the, um, did, did you, I know you rescheduled the, uh, the Halo thing. Yes, we did. You did. So how was, uh, how, how was that? That was last night. Yeah. It was, uh, myself, B Rob right. from 3R Podcast, right. Brandon from Cult 45, right. uh, Bri Fi from the Bri Fi Pod, right. and, uh, homie Cinco, who does not have a podcast, but is a master Halo player. Yeah. He was, uh, I'm, 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 of your promo videos that you had, mm-hmm. yours all, all all of them are very funny. Mm-hmm. Yours was very funny. I thought it was very hard at the, um at, at being counseled to get. It reminded me of of um, it reminded me of what Chad Johnson said <laughs> about eating the McDonald's. <laughs> like it really, it really, it really, it was. I felt like it was a callback to that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I felt that that was funny. But I would say like. I enjoyed Cinco's the most because yeah. it was the most disturbing. It was very like I like I really believe that he's just giving people anal herpes, <laughs> and they didn't ask for it. <laughs> he just he was just like I'm just gonna give you anal herpes, yeah, and a, he's like, you're, you're not gonna find out until yeah. you feel uncomfort, discomfort, yeah. in your in your back regions. Uh, yeah, that was pretty. Uh, it was disturbing, and then the, it was the sound effects in the background. Yeah, it was from uh, Into the Spider Verse yeah, when he, the Prowler yeah, he, comes he around. He leaned right. He leaned way into the villain thing. Like yeah. it was just 
just right up your alley too. Yeah. You, you vote for the villains. You're always yeah. you're pro villain. Yeah, I was very disturbed. I was like, he just really enjoys giving out herpes. He does, man. He enjoys it. Uh, we destroyed the guys from the Hit the Mics podcast. So they also got hit with herpes. Cool. They got them all. That we fucked their guts up. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but it was a ton of fun, man. Like it was yeah. so much more fun than the last time. Those guys are great. If you guys haven't check out Hit the Mics podcast with Ryan D. And um, yeah, just really good guys, man. We had a lot of fun. That's cool, man. Um, That's cool. Yeah, we did that, and then I also did the I Care Too Much podcast dating I saw game. That, yeah, uh, that was on Valentine's Day. I don't know yeah. if you guys went back and saw that, but if you did, um, we had a little update last night on what happened between myself and the young lady that I chose. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert: nothing happened. Because I already had a girlfriend. And I made the commitment to the show before, you know, I had an official uh, girlfriend. But I'm a man of my word. So I went through with the show, did it. But I told uh, Kaya that uh, after, you know, we exchanged info and, you know, we got in touch. I told her, I was like, hey, listen, I'm already talking to somebody. I don't want to lead you on, but I'm just keeping keep it at being with you. I'm already talking to somebody. She wasn't officially my girlfriend at that time, but um, I just, you know, wanted to make sure that I wasn't leading her astray. And then, you know, a couple of days later, I think maybe a week or two later, I don't know, we, uh, we finally DTR'd, which I learned meant to find a relationship, and she became officially my girlfriend. So that's that. But uh, if you guys want to watch that, it's on YouTube now. If she's still your girlfriend and we ever go like go like to a visual medium, I will want to have just three people in neon suits, in neon body suits that just dance every time you say it and the and the music comes on, they have a strobe light in the new section for them to just dance whenever we say girlfriend. I've already pictured what it's gonna look like when we do the live show if we ever like uh if we do a live show you know, forever allowed back outside again. And it's safe because I guess technically we'll be allowed back outside soon. We'll talk about that later. But if it's safe and we're allowed to, um, when we do a live show and I still have a girlfriend, I'll like to know how I want to mention her on the stage when I be like, hey, so I'm talking about my girlfriend, Ashley. And, and then, you know, chaos ensues. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, dude, let's just get right into it. How was your fucking week? It's crazy. It's probably like one of the craziest weeks I've had. It ain't a very long time. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, because I was, you know, I have, I have a new job. I was doing like a, a lot of onboarding uh, throughout these couple of weeks. And finally, I finally got the call that I started, I started this week. Well, last week. I finally started my job. And uh, I also realized that our move was also scheduled for the same week. And I was like, this is going to be nightmare and it was all of that nightmare um okay so did when you got the job they didn't tell you the date that you were starting right no because everything's contingent on like background checks like you know the drug test coming back so this wasn't your fault this wasn't like you doing this and saying like oh well i'm just gonna have to leave everything up to amanda no you just didn't know when you were gonna be starting work yeah like that's that's because i knew that i knew like when i got the job and when um 
the when the move was scheduled, I knew that it could. There's a there's a chance that it can fall into that same week, but mm-hmm. I mean, I just I didn't plan it that way, and I was hoping that didn't happen that way, but it did. But that's important to the story because you were out of the picture while all of your moving happenings were happening, right? But so, but I had to hire movers. Yeah, I had to hire movers. So I, I hired movers for that reason. So we we made sure we got everything to boxes. Mm-hmm. Like we got most stuff in the boxes so that the mover could just move it from where we need to go take it to. That's why I that's why I like I was like with hiring movers because if everything's just packed up in boxes, they just move it in the boxes, they put it in the box in the truck, the box out the truck, they can handle that. How them. hard can that be? Right. So that's why I hired the movers. Mm-hmm. So we hired the movers for uh this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And when they got to my apartment building, uh they're like they have to use a, we use a freight elevator to move all this stuff because we have like you know big couches and stuff. So we have a freight elevator in our build in our building, right? For those big moves. So the day that of the move, they come to the freight elevator, and the freight elevator is blocked by just two regular cars. We don't know whose cars they were, but they were blocked by the they were blocked. Let me guess. Uh, one of them was a BMW. I don't know. And the other was a Jeep Wrangler. Those are very good guesses, mm-hmm. um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't you don't know. I don't personally. know. I wasn't okay. there. I didn't see. Well, for the sake of but the it story. Feels, it, it, it feels jeepy. Yeah. Well, for the it sake of the story, we'll say it was a Beamer and a Wrangler. They were blocking the um, blocking the freight elevator. They were blocking the uh, freight elevator. Okay. And so Amanda goes to the leasing office and tells them, like, hey, freight elevator is blocked. We're trying to move out of here. Mm-hmm. And um, these, they have these two cars parked in front of the red, um, in front of the red curb. Mm-hmm. Which I think everyone who's ever driven anywhere, anytime, in any part of your life knows that you can't park in front of red curbs. Yes, yeah, not that's a no no. Like even I don't think like you have to drive to know you don't park there. Like I feel like if you were a toddler, yeah, and you got out of a car with your parents and you saw the that the curb was red, you'd be like, "Mommy probably should repark the car. It's probably not the best spot to do it." And I know that I can barely walk, but I can see colors. That's a red curb. You probably shouldn't park there. I know that red is stopped. You should stop parking there. The color red is very telling. Yeah. You don't need a lot of inf- other information to right. know that the color red either means stop or no. Yeah. Like red curb, don't do it. So she goes to the leasing office tells them, like, hey, they're parked in front of the um, in front of the leasing office. Um, and the leasing office people were told her, I don't know what you want me to do. And it's weird because... And that's a weird question to that's that's where they tell someone when you're a property manager and the problem that we have is on the property and you're not managing the property right. So as a property manager, what I want you to do is manage the fucking property. Yeah. Like just do the thing that your job says for you to do. Like just manage the property. And I'm saying that because if I were to park in a handicapped spot. Mm-hmm. Or something, or if I were just I don't know to be an asshole and park in front of like out of the entrance gate, mm-hmm. you would have a tow truck remove that car within the hour at least. At so, least, at the at the very least, so, I'd say twenty minutes or so. These guys you, are yeah. sharks out there. You have a Rolodex, like you could just probably just hit us hit an amount of speed dial. They'll come and pull my car out of there in probably about 10, 15 minutes. So the fact that you're acting they like pull you off, right? They'll pull me off. So the fact that you're acting like you can't, you just don't know. Like you're giving us this old shoulder shrug. I don't know what we want me to do with this. I just like not my chair, not my problem. The, the relationship with that apartment complex has been just deteriorating. Like, do you want to name them now that you don't lo- no longer live there? I think they're called San Syphilis. 
or Sam <laughs> Shitterman, or Sam Sam Schiffer brains, or it's Sam suck my dick from the back. Yeah, uh, I think that's it. San San shut the shit up. San suck me off. It's our San. Um. It okay. was it was the Amley twenty one twenty one. It was the Amley twenty one twenty one. Like I, my beef is not with them. They did a great job all the time. They were Amley there. was fantastic. They were they were very good. Like I think that I, I think that elevator is still broken that you rode on the last Ugh. time. Yeah, the Tower of Terror. Yeah, it really. Yeah, that that, that ride's still there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so they, they hit her with I don't know what we want me to do. Okay. So she so Amanda responded and t- took the moving truck and parked it. Right in front of the leasing office, across like three or four spaces, in front of the leasing office. Amen. To which they came out and said, "You can't park that here." Also, now you want to manage the property. Mm. Now you want to manage it. Mm. So, like, so down, so Amanda hit them with the shoulder shrug. She's like, "I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah, like, what are you gonna do? Tow a fucking U-Haul? Right? Like, yeah, because like Amanda is my rose. I say that because she has thorns. Yes, she does. So, like, if you fuck with her, you will get pricked. <laughs> Where's she from again? Louisiana. That's right. Right. That's right. So, yeah. So, uh, let's be very clear. So this was so um, this wasn't a compromise for us though because like we still needed that freight elevator. We can we couldn't use it for most of the move. Right. Um. Be, so we're moving with the regular elevator now, which is which is like slowing slowing them down tremendously. You're moving a mattress. You're moving couches, chairs. All bunch, a whole bunch of like misshapen things into this right. tiny elevator that maybe fits four people comfortably. Yeah, my, my, mind you that there are people still like on this elevator because one of the elevators is still broken. Right. So everyone's using this one elevator that they're moving with now. So this like it's jamming them up a bit. Yeah. Um. So on top of that, um, when the movers got there, they had to go like, and this is this is the movers portion, which. The which because the um to the for the what the apartment did basically at the end of the day the next day they they put an email out and let everyone know that you shouldn't park in front of that freight elevator the next day oh so that's when they were managing yeah the that's property. when they managed they the just property. need twenty four hours to manage the property right they need they need some time to just like draft an email that makes sense yeah um so that's their part uh the movers they were told by Amanda that day that hey public storage closes at six o'clock. Um, so whatever you do, you have to get this stuff to the storage before six o'clock. Because at that time, the gates close up; we can't get anything in or out of there. You had a good amount of stuff that you needed to put in storage. Yeah, it's around one o'clock. Okay. I tell them this. So you have five hours to get all that stuff that you needed to put in storage. Not even storage. all the stuff, just like the bigger pick, the bigger pieces, bigger pieces, right. bigger pieces. Okay. So, like, i.e., like a like that couch that I'm selling to you, right? Or the table, yes, and some chairs, right? Like we needed all that in the storage mm-hmm. before six. So she tells this guy that he says it's not a problem. They go about their day doing the stuff, moving things, um, and they're moving stuff and they're moving and they're doing things. And you're still at work. I'm still at work. So I get a call at five o'clock from Amanda. I'm asking how are things going. She's like it's okay. Um, I'm like, I haven't gone to storage yet. She was, he was, she was like, no. I'm like, I'm watching. It's like five ten, and in my head I'm just like, fuck. This is going to end badly. Mm-hmm. So, how far is the storage unit from where you guys were? 
It is about, I'd say, five minutes, five or seven minutes away from where Okay, we're so not tremendously difficult. No. Even at 5'10", you still got plenty still of got time. time. If you get your shit together. Yeah. And, you know, and just say, like, we got to come on with the come on. We, you can get there before the gates shut. Okay. You can definitely get there before all the right. gates shut. So not all is lost yet. Right. But I'm but I'm worried. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm at work and I'm just like, fuck, I'm going to get a call around six something. And she's going to tell me they didn't get in there. And so I'm working. Still trying. I'm, I'm still trying to, like, I'm, I'm out here just saving lives, you know. <laughs> just doing your just thing. being a hero. <laughs> just casually being a hero. Casually trying to save the, save the populace, you know. Right, right. Um, doing your part, doing my part, just doing my part. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't want, I don't want to brag too much. You know, I don't like. I'm, I'm trying to be some humble man, but you know, I feel like, you know, the people need me, and I was answering that call. Yeah, you know, so I couldn't be at the move because I was, I was answering a higher calling. I right. was, I was trying to save the people. Right. I was in, I was in the community saving the people. <laughs> so I could not be with the man for this move because I was saving the people. Right. Of course. So I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm out here just saving the people. And I get a call at six, and, and I look at the phone, and I see a man's face pop up. I'm just like, and my heart six. I'm just like, she won't if she because my in my mind I'm like, if she got in there before six, she's not calling me at six, right? Because she's busy moving stuff or right. telling them where to put stuff, right? So I'm just like, oh fuck, pick up the phone. So she's just like, we didn't get here at time, and I was just like, I'm I'm I, I was so shocked. You were really shocked. I was so shocked. Like, no, but I, I wasn't shocked. <laughs> I was like, this is exactly what I thought that would happen. This is why I was worried at 510. Okay. And that's exactly what happened. Six o'clock. Oh, but clearly it can't be the mover's fault because they didn't get to use the freight elevator, right? Partly yes and partly no. Because the thing is, is like, if you, when Amanda communicates to you at one that it is not a problem mm-hmm. and you know the situation, at that point, I'm seeing since you're a professional mover, like you move things because you're a mover and that's what you do. You move things, and you assess the situation. You see what you have to move, and you're like, I got it. So I trust you as a professional mover say, I got it. Mm-hmm. Like, how what I would do, even though I don't move stuff, is that- You're not a professional mover. I'm not a professional mover. I'm an average mover at best. I've moved probably like three times. Mm-hmm. I'm an amateur at best. Like, I don't know how many times you have to do something that could be called a match, but I'm far from it. I think you need 80 hours. 80 hours. Yep. Far from 80 hours. Yeah. I'm probably like at, I don't know, six. Okay. So not a not a professional mover. However, what I would have done is I would have seen I would have seen what was the time since time since stuff to move, mm-hmm. like what was on the schedule, what was on the clock to move to the storage. Mm-hmm. I'd probably move that first and then come back because since I'm getting paid by the hour anyway, I could just do that because it makes the most sense. Right. And if anything, you probably even milk some cash cash off of it, which I which honestly, as me paying you, I can't be mad at the move because it still makes sense. Right. But you told him that you got it. So I think you got it. And I, I assumed you had it until you didn't have it. Listen, man, I, I said to you last week, if you needed help with the move, you could have just asked me to help you. Move. I know that. And I look, I appreciate the offer. But at the same time, like I paid a crew. So I'm not wrong in thinking that I got this. I have, a, I, I have hired professional help. Right. As we're both novice movers. Right. I have hired professional movers. They have clocked in their 80 hours at least. Mm-hmm. So I hired professionals. I thought they had it. And I thought they had it until they didn't, they didn't have, have it. it. Um, okay. So they didn't get to the storage unit in time. And so you had to bring all of your storage unit yeah. stuff to your new place. Hence why we're still talking at the table that should be in storage. Yeah, Hence right. why that couch is right behind me. That and should be in storage. It's, sta- it's standing upright. It upright. It's on his behind two legs. Yes. It is standing <laughs> up. It is at attention. Yeah. 
Um, and that's why it's sitting in the middle of a living room because it's not in storage. That is why we have like dining room chairs in front of the bathroom. Yeah. Because that's not, we don't want to have, we don't want an audience for the bathroom. It's because that stuff should be in storage and it's not there. We have bar stools here. We have mirror. We have like an uh, iron gate thing yeah. that I don't think should be here, but that was because it was in storage and we can't put it in storage. Because they didn't get to storage in time. So when are you going back to storage? Here's so here's the thing. The next day they offered to bring the stuff from the storage. Like they are they offered to get our stuff from the storage and bring it here mm-hmm. and put the things that are here to the storage. For free. No, it's not free because we paid them yesterday. They didn't do it. It's not for free. Oh, okay. It's them doing the job they didn't finish. Okay. So that's not <laughs> let's not call them no, like <laughs> It wasn't. A, uh, you, this isn't a courtesy. This yeah, is just like it's part it's, two of the original job. It's okay if you're confused by thinking that they call it for free. Like, I understand that, but it's like you didn't complete the job. It's like if I were to hire you to make a sandwich and you butter one piece of the bread and then you uh, bu- and then you have put jelly on the other half mm-hmm. of the bread, like you don't jelly the entire bread, and then you leave and you come back the next day and you finish jellying the bread. That's not like I didn't make you work two days. That's to true. make a sandwich, like you just didn't finish the fucking sandwich the first time. I got you. So that's what I'm saying. Like they did, they're 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 jelling the bread at this point. Like gotcha. they're finished jelling the bread. Yeah. So they offered to to they offered to take the stuff from storage to to here, and they offered to bring the stuff that's here that needs to be in storage into the storage. Right now, if you have these two trips to make, mm-hmm. which means you have to take stuff from the apartment to the storage, right? Yeah, right. And you have to take stuff from the storage to the apartment. Are you following me so far? Um, I want to make sure I, I'm not losing. I think so. Yeah, I got that. So, if you have to go to the apartment into the storage unit, which place are you going to go first? I'm probably going to go to the apartment first. That is a good answer. That's a good answer. That's what I would do. They did not do that. Well, again, us amateurs, then professionals, novice, don't novice. know. Professional mover, so I'm like maybe they see things differently. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they could read the defense a little bit clearer. They're in the matrix. Can. They could see like the red, the, the 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 green lines. Sure, yeah. Maybe I can't see it. Yeah. I don't know. But me and my novice mind, mm-hmm. I would think you will come to the apartment first, get the things there, and then go to storage. Because as we established, closes at six. Right. So you want to get that in and out as quickly as possible. Exactly. So you want to get to the place first and get there before six o'clock because we had this problem the day before. Right. Right. So. They offered to meet Amanda at the storage unit. Hmm. Interesting choice. Already a flaw in the plan from my novice eyes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, once again, I'm at work. Mm, right. So you can't do anything. Your hands are tied. Hands are tied. I'm still saving people. Still, still saving, saving people. lives. Still out here being a hero. I'm knee deep in life saving. Just, just gratitude poured over you. Right. Right. Like, like I, milk. Yeah, like people are just like singing my my, my good my shouting my name to the heavens, naming their firstborn children after yeah, you. Yeah, it's really yeah, it's 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 a, it's a pandemonium. It's just a showering of gratitude from left and right, Amazing. and I'm, I'm stuck in the middle of that, so I can't help her with these things. And so they meet her there, right? And mm-hmm. they get the couch there, this couch, leather couch. They get that couch from the storage unit. As they're bringing it back to the apartment, it's around. It's also still the evening time. They bring it back to the apartment and they say, hey, we're not going to have enough time to get to the storage before six. Damn, part two didn't end it in a cliffhanger. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what happens with part three? Part three is now we have these, part three now is that we, so we have all the stuff here and- They're not coming back. No. They're done. We're done actually. Like, I'm just done. Like, I'm just like, look, I don't want to see how I can fuck this up worse. 
I was just I, sometimes there's an always you have to take like you have to know when to call it. And I had to call it. I was like, because Amanda called me, she was like, I don't know what to do with I don't know what to do with this. Like, I'm just like, just call it. Just fucking just just, just just put it in the living room and send them on their fucking way. Like all they're gonna do is make things worse. Okay. I was like, this is an L. We got to eat it. Fine. Fuck it. So Whatever. what's the plan now? The plan now they have a storage unit here, mm-hmm. but we can't get it till Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, because they had to like clean it out. Like I said, this is brand fucking new. So they like I look. I saw the storage too. It was like there's like old paint there, like a water bottle that's like <laughs> you know like you know how paintings have trash in rooms when they paint oh, stuff yeah, and leave yeah, it. Yeah, yeah it has it has that paint or trash in it. Oh like, wow, okay. Yeah, so it's, just, it's it's never been used before. So they got to clean it out. But like they their crew's coming in during the week, so they won't have it till Tuesday. So Tuesday, oh, okay. move everything into there, and it will still be a much livable space by then. Um, well, shit, the, man. The, the thing that the thing that hurt about the move the move too. Was that Amanda got Amanda wanted them to move the place cut because they were a black owned business, mm. and that hurts. That does because hurt. I want to say you did a good job. I want to go tell people that like I got a black owned people, I got black owned business that didn't movers, and they did a great job. And I can't say that they were terrible. <laughs> do you? They want, were awful. Do you want to mention the name of the company? <sighs> no, but if you do, if you do know, if you, but it, I'll tell you what, if you hire movers. If you're hiring movers mm-hmm. and you want to flash the name by me, I'll say yes or no. I'm not gonna blast them on this on this thing. They may have had a bad day. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I'll give I'll, I'll give them a mulligan on my, on my on my behalf. But if you if you're moving somewhere some recently and you need to know if it was them, you ask me. I'll say yes or no if it wasn't if it was them or not. Okay. Well, that's cool. It's cool that I'm here, though. It's cool that you're here. It's cool that you got a new place. It sucks about the move and everything, yeah. but you know, it looks like it's on. You're on the the downswing. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, no, it's it's um, it's it's cool to be in this place. Like, it's, so I, I like the apartment. Um, I like the the apartment people here are nice. Like, they yeah. the people on this side have given me any trouble. Yeah. Um, Sansy can Sans syphilis can eat a dick. Um, they eat several dicks, actually. Several dicks. Several dicks. Like that. I, that I don't know what you want me to do. Thing just kind of sent me. I was just. If y'all had the same energy that y'all have whenever I leave my trash out too early, as you have people that block the freight elevator, it'd be a different story. Mm-hmm. Like I want to. I want to flame me up about like leaving trash cans out, or whatever. But y'all can't flame people that are blocking the goddamn freight elevator that right. for it to do this job that it's actually okay. there for. No, I got you, man. How can I move without a freight elevator? Right, How does it even work? I got you, man. I, I'm here. Fucking I'm, hell, man! I'm on your side, bro. Jesus! But you gotta let it go. They're the I, they're the worst. Exhale. They're the worst. Exhale. Shoop, 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 shooby doop. Um, do you want to hear about my week? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, yeah, how was your week? Man? It was pretty awesome. Um, last Saturday, the day that we record our podcast, right? Uh, Ashley and I we went to this fine restaurant up. I don't even know where the fuck it is, dude. It's fucking far. I guess it's by Lake Houston. Okay. Uh, it's it's general managed by our buddy Kyle. Okay. And the, I forget what his title is, his official title, but the head chef there, he was a uh, a winner on Chopped. So. Yeah. So we went up there fully expecting just to like, you know, order food, get food, pay for food, and then leave, right? You know, a normal restaurant experience. This was not a normal restaurant experience, dude. We sit down. Um, our server, whose name was Griffin, who was fantastic, went and got Ashley a glass of wine that she really enjoyed. And then they just started bringing out food. 
they bring they brand brought out like um like sous vide duck they brought out the fucking this fucking salad that was like the best salad i ever had in my life they brought out a pasta they brought out a pizza two slices of pizza that tastes just like a fucking chicken wing dude it's crazy it's fucking crazy and then they brought out like two desserts by the end of it i was just like so blown away with the entire experience i was just like this is fucking crazy so if you guys want a really dope dining experience of italian cuisine something that you don't really get a lot here in houston yeah. this ain't olive garden this ain't it, yeah this ain't olive, garden. This ain't olive garden man this ain't fucking uh you know uh what's another italian restaurant I mean, it's been all of guards like the McDonald's of Italian. It, it really is. It fucking sucks. But check out Boca up on the fucking northwest side of town. Yeah. Really nice area. But also far as fuck from everything. What like what what's that what's that town is it on? Like so you know how you would get to Nagadoshas if you live there? Oh, yeah. You have to go that direction. Eesh. You don't go out that far. Okay. But it's pretty fucking far. Yeah, I'm like that would be very good. Oh yeah, no, it's it was it was legit. Bro. Um kind of sucked though because I didn't take any photos of anything, couldn't show anything, couldn't do nothing you have to for be the there. No, it doesn't suck at to be there. You like, have to be there, right? You have to be there. You like, have to you can't just do it for the gram. Right, no, they have to be there. Just go like don't fucking be looking like your Instagram post tries here, you can check Correct. the marinara flavor. Like just go to the place and eat. Just go shit. to the place and eat there. But like, we yeah. also, her and I, we both look fucking good and we didn't take any pictures together, so I mean, whatever. You had to be there. You had to be there. You had to be there. You had to be there, you man. Can't, you can't experience, you know, like some 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 gifts you have to be there to see. Sometimes sometimes a picture won't do it justice. That's why I like sometimes I just that's like I just look great sometimes. Yeah, and y'all can't always see it. You can't always bear witness to the greatness. Yeah, you just got to be there, man. Art takes time, baby. It takes time. Speaking of art, let's talk about the art of visual storytelling. A lot of stuff came out this week. Um, let's talk about the series finale of WandaVision first. Okay. What did you think? I thought... First of all, we should say spoilers are ahead because we're, it's like been, I guess, 24 hours now. So yeah. spoilers all throughout. What did you think about the last episode of WandaVision? I mean, I thought, I thought it tied up a lot of loose ends. Like, I think that you went in... Because you went in on WandaVision with a question. I think you got them all answered by the end of it. I think so. So I think the so to me honestly, I feel like the finale did what it's supposed to do. Like it, it, it answers some questions. Let's see the same thing open ended to and be answered later. We know that Marvel does that because that those open ends open ended storylines will be closed by the very end of the phase, you know? Yeah, so right. like those open ended plot points of Iron Man were finally closed yep. in Endgame ten years yeah. later. So they reward your patience. Exactly. So, like, because we've been here before, we know that we know where this is going. Mm-hmm. So it's like they. Uh, I feel like most of the bigger questions that you had going into watching one division, because a lot of people probably watched it confused when they first started. I think at the end, like, you really got what this was. What this was about. Total fan service. Total payoff with um, that last episode. I really enjoyed the final confrontation between um, Wanda and Agatha Harkness. Yeah. I enjoyed the vision on vision action. Yeah. I enjoyed um Photon figuring out what her role in all this is. And I also figure out what like what uh the recast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> figuring out like what was up with that uh with Quicksilver and who he was and what his actual role was in the uh in the storyline. Just a lot of great um 
you know, twists and turns, not even twists and turns, but just like reveals and moments that, uh, that really were, you know, like I said, reward you for investing in the show yeah. and in the universe. You get the payout. You get the payout. Um, Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier coming, I think, next week? Yeah. You're going to be watching or are you going you're gonna to let it build up again like oh, you did? No, because like, I didn't have Disney Plus before. And at the same time, it's like I still... It's still not... I have one thing to watch on there now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I'll have that now instead of... But it feels good though, right? It feel, it's cool. It like, feels good to have it, something. It's No, it's cool, but like I still think that with Disney Plus, you're, you're buying potential. Like, it's not... But what, what potential to. it is. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Like, and I, it's cool that I can. I guess it's not too hard in the pocket, but it's still like. I still feel like it's one of the mo- one of the more overrated streaming apps. True, indeed. True, indeed. So, but now I'm, I'm looking forward to watching Falcon and Winter Soldier because I, I feel like they're using it to set up the movies at this point. Yeah, which probably says why they haven't brought Daredevil and all those other ones back because oh, they're just don't get me started because they're trying to. I think they're trying to set up like Phase. Wait, wait, phase whatever, four now? whatever phase we're in, I don't I think even know. That, I think that you need to set up the next phase because we haven't got Loki yet. I'm sure that's mm-hmm. going to probably set up some more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Falcon Winter Soldier going to set up some things. Yep. So that I think this, I, I guess I see what they're doing now. This is, I, I get what this is doing with this now. Uh, we also got the sequel to Coming to America. Yeah. Eddie Murphy and yeah. Arsenio Hall. You watched it? I did watch it. What'd you think? I think that I've seen the mixed reviews for it. And this I, is the epitome of mixed reviews. And I get I've it, though. But I get why. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to review it like this. The more the, the bigger fan you were of coming to America, the first one, the more you'll enjoy this movie. Because this movie is full on just fucking fan service from beginning to end, from top to bottom. Yeah. It's fan service. So it just really depends on, like, you'll, because I'm, I'm like, from beginning to the end of the movie, I was watching, oh, they did that thing. Oh, they did that thing. What did that thing? Like mm-hmm. he just kept they they just kept like doing callbacks to the first movie. That's all they're doing basically. Yeah, and it's fun. It's it's a fun watch. Like, it's, I also went in there knowing it's not gonna be better than the first one. Yeah, there's no way you gotta know that going in. Like this is not gonna be better than the first one. Yeah. So I knew that going in, and 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 like it's just it's just a fun movie. Yeah. It's just fun. That's all it needed to be. Yeah, it's just fun, dude. Like it's like, like people. Oh. People like I literally saw someone was like, "You mean to tell me that the old men in the barbershop hadn't aged in thirty years?" And it's like, dude, bro, like of course this not. Is, this is a comedy. It's fan service. It's man. it's not only is it a fan service, but it's also a cartoon. Like they like, have. I got like the thing is like I don't know how you can take this movie that seriously. Like they have the country is the moon today, and they have another country called Nextoria. It's called <laughs> Nextoria. <laughs> Like, what's it's, a cart- is- it's a cartoon, yeah. dude. He's it's- a general from the, like, what's Snipes is a general from the land of Nextoria. The land next to the moon is called Nextoria. That's fucking funny. I'm just like, what do you want from this movie? Yeah. Like, what do you want? You guys are picking, and again, like, this is why I don't even really like the internet sometimes because people will take a piece of art and pick it apart. It's so funny, dude. Like, but so they many, don't create anything themselves. But it's there's so many just funny parts about it. like like there's a like there's one part that I thought that I found hilarious was that like because I guess as you've seen like if you've seen pictures of James Earl Jones in in, in the bed like he's not well, mm-hmm. you know. So I was so I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop a spoiler here. Oh like, yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Spoilers. So like in the early on in the movie he dies. Mm-hmm. But he's they're talking about how great his his funeral is gonna be. Yeah. So he wants to be alive for the funeral. <laughs> so he's actually alive, dude. So like he has people coming to the funeral. He's alive watching his own funeral. 
<laughs> I thought I thought that was so funny. I thought that, that was so funny. That is really funny. Yeah, so fucking, it was fucking hilarious. He was That's like actually alive. something that I want to do now. <laughs> it was so funny though, and yeah, like it, no, it's just funny. Like even the way that the funeral ends, it's just like he's just like because he he watched the funeral and he he actually dies at the funeral. <laughs> he looks over. He looks over. He's like he's like this has been great. I'm gonna die now. <laughs> he fucking dies. Like, <laughs> All right, I'm gonna watch that tonight. I it's can't so, wait. I'm it's excited. so great. Like it's such a good. Like no, it's actually, I'm gonna wait because one thing that I learned from you is you have to watch things with your significant other. Yeah, and I know that Ashley is a big fan of the original movie, so I'm gonna you wait. Know, like, yeah, the bigger fan you are, like I said, I've watched the first like 30 times. Mm-hmm. So like that's why I can just watch the movie and, and just enjoy it from top to bottom. So, but if you're a casual fan or you're not even a fan of the first one, or or maybe you haven't seen the first one, I don't know which eight of you those are, but um, if you haven't seen the first one, like I could see why you can't like it. Oh, if you haven't seen the first one, I don't even know why you would even. Yeah, don't bother. even bother. Don't even bother. Like, or even if you're a casual fan, like you're gonna miss so many things. Like, cause there, yeah. it's all, it's just pure, hundred percent callbacks, and, it, and a lot of people have gotten mad at the movie because it's that. I'm just like, it's not for you. It's for this movie is for is for like all those fans that have been salivating for a sequel. It's mm-hmm. to like say, we heard you, we got mm-hmm. you. This is what this is. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it. So, um, I can't wait. Yeah. Um. Anything else came out? I feel like something else might have dropped. Uh. Uh. I think. Um. Uh. Todd McShay as like his 80th like uh mock draft or something like that. Oh right. We're yeah. we're, we're we're in that time again. We're we're, we're there again. We're 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 acting like the draft matters. Um. Generally speaking, sports drafts are just a way to sell advertising. Kind of, yeah. Because nobody ever knows what the fuck they're talking about. No one gets it right. No one ever, ever. gets it right. There's no science behind it. There's no real reasoning behind anything. It's just guesswork. Yeah. And if you guess right one time, ESPN gives you a seven-year contract for $30 million. I don't know how to... Like, I'm still figuring out how to do that, though. I mean, all you like, you just have to get it right once, dude. But they get one it time. But they get it wrong so often. So Doesn't matter. Time. You got a contract. You get it right once. You get a contract. It is ironclad. You cannot be broken. Like we, that's how you chase a bag, right there. Like Mel Kuyper is getting the heat for like. I mean, he picked Jamarcus Russell mm-hmm. going number one. He mm-hmm. picked Ryan Leaf. He said he was like right. He, he said him and Peyton Manning were just like neck and neck at the point. Whatever happened to Ryan Leaf? Um, I think he just commented. Like I remember he uh he did a lot of he 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 got like an opioid addiction at some point. Oh wow. Um yeah. I mean like his life got kind of dark, but I think he's kind he's kind of on the mend. Okay. Um. So yeah, but I'm I'm not I'm not saying by anything about his life is personally, but I'm saying like yeah, he had some flaws. Yeah. That if I'm a professional, um, if I'm a first talent person, I can say like who's going to be valuable in terms of you know a draft value. I feel like he should have caught those things. Like Mel Kiper should have like said, hey, you know what, this guy has some issues going on, mm-hmm. but you didn't catch him, and that's your job, or supposedly your job. Well, again, amateur talent scouts, you and I. Yeah. We're not professionals. Novices. I'm not in the matrix. We don't have 80 hours worth of experience to don't. put forward. Don't. Um, but I also feel that if you have that professional talent scout title and you are, in a way, responsible for a player's value to go up or down, maybe you shouldn't play so fast and loose with the things that you say in public about yeah. said player. I agree. So, I'm not, I don't fucking care. Like, fucking watch it, fucking draft if you want to. And if you just want to fucking not, then do that too. But if you watch a draft, then you're probably a loser.
Speaking of losers, what do you think is the more embarrassing thing about Texas in the past month or so? The fact that uh, we have no power during a light dusting of snow. Uh, all of the major athletes from our sports teams want to leave the city of Houston as fast as possible. Uh-huh. Or that our governor is a dumbass. I'm going to answer that question with a question. Because I think that the answer is obvious to that one. And I'm going to ask you, is Greg Abbott the world's worst cripple? <sighs> no. Is there a worse cripple than Craig Abbott? Yes. Who? Do you remember during the Minneapolis riot or uh, protests? Yeah. And there was that girl at the Target in the uh, yeah, motorized yeah, yeah. scooter who was trying yeah. to stab somebody, and then they sprayed her in the face with a fire extinguisher. I remember that. I do remember that. She's worse. You think she's worse than Greg Abbott? Yeah. You think so? I don't think Greg Abbott has ever stabbed somebody. But, but I mean, he's kind of killing people right now. He is. A lot of people. He is. You're right. But, okay, maybe they're neck and neck. Or should I say... Wheel and wheel. Yeah, like I guess, like he's. Like, I don't want to do this, man. I don't. He like he has he, has, he like he's he's head by a nose. I don't want to. Do like, he's head by a nose. I don't want to. I don't want to make it's these a, kinds. It's a of, photo finish. I don't want to make these kinds. It's of just jokes. like rolling across the finish line. I feel like this is in it's bad. A photo taste. finish. This is in bad taste. But you gotta buy a toe. Like, honestly, <laughs> honestly though, fuck Greg Abbott, dude. Like in every sense of the word, like fuck him as a person, fuck him as a leader, fuck him as an elected official. I just don't see how this guy can. You know, look himself in the mirror. The fact that he has the gall to open, like he he has the gall to open up everything, and then in the next breath, also tweet about the fact that we are letting too many immigrants in here with COVID. It's just like the fact that you can tweet that you can talk about those two things in the same breath is as wild to me. Yeah, because you're gonna because because you're gonna open up everything, right? And then like Texas is gonna spike again. Are you gonna blame my immigration? Like, you, wow. It takes a certain kind wow. of dumbass. It takes a certain level of dumbass to say in the same breath, it's time to open up Texas 100%. There's going to be no more mask mandate. And you should still listen to the professionals and you should still listen to the scientists that say you should wear masks. Stay your ass at home. That's what they're also like, saying. Do you understand? Like, do you, like, did anybody else like get that? That's, I, I, he's not. He's playing both sides. He's, he's doing the very thing that politicians are told to do. He's saying, yeah, no, we need to get back to work. We need to open up the, the fucking stores and get rid of the mask. He's playing to that side and he's also playing to the side of people who are still going to be wearing masks and social distancing and staying at home and doing all the things, working from home and all that stuff. But the problem is, is that he said the mask shit first. He said, let's not get rid of that. Well, he said, like, let's not wear masks anymore. And that is the part that everybody heard first. So it doesn't even matter what you say after that, dude. It really doesn't. It doesn't matter if you say like, oh, let's listen to the scientists because you said actively, do not listen to the scientists. You prioritize that message. I don't even think is I'll, I'll go further, further than that. It's not that you're playing both sides. It's like you're literally saying one thing and doing another. Yeah. Like you're saying we should wear a mask. You're mm-hmm. saying you listen to the thing. But what you're doing is ending the mask mandate. What you're doing is opening it up to 100% capacity. Like you're doing... These things like your like your actions mm-hmm. do not match what your words are saying. So it's not even like you're, so it's not even like someone can look at this being totally ignorant and think like, oh, he's playing besides. Like, no, you're doing the like 
you're saying this thing, which is kind of words that are empty. Your actions are saying like, I don't give a fuck about anything that's going on with any kind of protocols that are anywhere. Yeah. And we should also mention that Sylvester Turner, the mayor of Houston, um, almost immediately went out and said like, nah, y'all, this ain't it. Like, we still got to wear these masks. Don't listen to this guy. He's disgusting. And we're still going to be, you know, following protocol here yeah. um, as much as we can. And a lot of restaurants and a lot of businesses have said we're still going to be enforcing masks and we're still going to be enforcing distancing. So don't get crazy and thinking that everything is going to be back to normal because it's not. Here's the thing about like the opening up to 100% capacity. That people think this is good for like business, but I have an example why it's not because like my mom got COVID mm-hmm. and she got at, at a nurse at like at where she was working as a nurse at a nurse um, at the clinic or whatever. Yeah. So she's there and then one person comes in sick Ends up affecting the whole, affect her whole unit, and her whole unit to shut down. Right. So it's like you're not opening up to 100, percent but it's like if the staff gets sick, who can run everything? Right. You know what I mean? So it's like it's kind of counterproductive to having the economy go. Like if you're, if the people, if your employees are too sick to even work. Yeah, I don't understand the reasoning behind this, other than it's a political move. Like it's not like 10 percent, like less than 10 percent of the state has been vaccinated so far. Yeah. Like we're not even close, dude. Yeah, like it's not even close. Like we're still looking at another year of this shit. At- least i just got my my first one and like and you work in the field yeah like so yeah like you're gonna get it but until it gets to the point like like dopes like me can get it we're nowhere near where we need to be yeah abs i are just sacrificing folks just like say fuck it fuck him dude um i want to talk about something um but it's not an article so i can't read it um, and I didn't get a chance to really watch the video either. So I don't know what this thing is going to say or if I'm going to have to like commentate with it. But this is an important story to me because it's about cockfighting. And I just think that. Uh... Oh, a rooster will appear in court after killing an owner. Oh, God, I can't even. Pr- I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that name. Thangula Satish. As you have to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have to. Uh, Thangula Satish died during a cockfight in Telangana, Tel- Telangana, India, last week. Okay? So they still do that. That's still a sport that they do. Uh, and the animal was photographed after they're being taken to a police station. So he has mugshot taken. It's like so. It's it's, it's like um, was oh man, what was that? Uh, Cornelius. Cornelius, yeah. That like like right. Kellogg cornflake yeah. dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, He got a mugshot. Right. Yeah. Damn. It's but like, he was like a six foot tall rooster. Like he yeah. was an anomaly. It's like been rough though. Cornelius has been rough. I ain't not here cockfighting dog. Yeah. It's getting rough here, man. Uh, the rooster will be presented as evidence in court. Uh, and Satish reportedly passed away after a knife that was tied to the rooster's leg sliced through his groin. Wow. Can you imagine getting your cock sliced off by your cock? That's <laughs> What a terrible slice of karma pie that, that is. That is so poetic, dude. So poetic. Um the bird was attempting to uh get itself free from its clutches. But the practice of cockfighting has been banned in India, but it's still very popular. Much like it is here in America. 
Is I don't, it Bob Blue Energy Network? I don't know that, that for sure, but I imagine that there's a swamp somewhere down in Mississippi that is just run by a bunch of rednecks <laughs> who do cogfighting on Saturday nights. They got they got cogfight on the zone. Yeah, on the zone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um that's just a crazy thought. So imagine you see a rooster, which are already terrifying by nature. They're not. They're sometimes they get pretty large. And they get very large. They're thinking, they do the thing where they flap, and it's just, they're just all talons. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Now imagine that there's fucking knives attached to those talons. I mean, who put those knives there? That's a great question. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, like, it was probably this guy. Yeah. So it's like I don't know how. It's like I don't know. Like you kind of you kind of made that bed, dude. Yeah, you made that bed. Yeah, like you tell like who taught the cock, who taught the cock to fight? Who put those knives on his leg? I want to know how you make them fight. Like, what if the cock just isn't interested in being excited that day? I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm not into cock fighting. I just don't. I like. I, I love. People. I love watching boxing. Mm-hmm. Love watching MMA. Mm-hmm. Cock fighting, not there. Just not. No. Not doesn't tickle your fancy? No. Doesn't get you aroused? Does not get doesn't get you excited. Doesn't 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 stimulate the loins. Doesn't stimulate you. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Um yeah, I just felt like that was an important story that we should tell for the people out there. Yeah, like um, that guy that guy, he he definitely had it coming though. Like I don't I don't know, I I can't feel bad for the dude. Like you taught a like if you teach a rooster to fight and you tie and you tie like knives to his leg mm-hmm. and then it slices you around your dick and you die. Yeah. It's like your cock kills your cock. Yeah. And I mean What a way to go. All I can give you is a shoulder shrug. Like, I don't know what to do with that. Like I just I, I'll tell you what I can do with it. I can read it on a podcast and blast it off to millions of listeners. Right. Because this never goes away. So by the time we're dead and gone, we may have acquired a million plus listeners. That guy had death by cock though. Like that's how I had to go out. I gotta go out, man. I mean, yeah, that's why that's why I guess I know the cockfighting. Apollo Crews is a WWE wrestler who has heritage from Nigeria, okay. although he was raised in Atlanta. Okay. And he recently debuted, re-debuted a character on television. Okay. Um, and there has been some discussion about his new character. And I wanted to get your opinion as a Nigerian man on what you see and what you hear. All right. Okay. You're at home, nursing your injury. And I know you fear what you have a walking inside of me. I see that you're coming back next week, which makes me very, very happy because I'm no longer the man you once knew. I'm no longer the man you once dismissed. I no longer try to fit in. I proudly stand out and I no longer beg I demand and I'm demanding for a rematch for your intercontinental championship you will fall before my feet and I will leave you a broken man for the rest of your life and you will be haunted by my complete and total victory Okay, so there you go. What do you think? I mean, this is something that I I think it's weird that WWE still does this, though. Like, I, it's weird that they're still doing this to this day at this point. Like, this is it's not something. This is something they've been doing since, like, you know, the Iron the Iron Sheik, um, the uh, 
like uh, Vladimir, yeah. Vladimir Volkov. Yeah, like they just they're just playing on this like foreign fear. Yeah, like, even even like more recently Muhammad Hassan. Yeah, like they just keep doing this, mm-hmm. and they're like, you saw what happened with Muhammad Hassan. Yeah, like you saw we had, had to backtrack that stuff. Like, why do you why do you keep doing this? Um, that's a great question. We should just paint the picture for people at home who can't visualize this. Um, Apollo Cruz, who is a very very talented performer, yeah. like one of my favorites to watch every time he's in a ring. Um, he's being flanked on either side of him by two guards who are dressed in soldier military, military fatigued with berets. Um, he has a scarf around his neck, a green and white scarf. He has what looks to be a spear. Right. I don't know. Maybe right. it's some kind of thing. It's a very practical weapon these days is a spear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he also has just a lot of green and white uh, gear on him. So yeah. uh, should, should note that like his family is from right. Nigeria. Okay. Right. So this isn't like him portraying, this isn't like fucking Abdul the Butcher who's uh, supposed to be Sudanese, but he was really from like South Carolina. Yeah. Um, but some people have, have said because, you know, Apollo Cruz was born in Sacramento and he was raised yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. This may be in bad taste. And I was just wondering, what you think, bruh? I think he's definitely making a caricature of what Nigerians are perceived as. So it's so. Is he this way? Of course not. He's he's a character, right? Mm-hmm. So I just don't know why he has to do this. Like I think I'm I'm more mad that he has to do this than he's doing it. Because I think that he I, I feel like he probably doesn't want to do this either. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like. When you're in a WWE and you're trying to like you try to get on somehow, like you try to take anything that can get you some heat, and people do this. And I wish he didn't have to do this, and I wish that it still wasn't a thing. I wish that it wasn't a thing that people. I felt like it really speaks to how lazy the writing of WWE is, mm-hmm. and that's why I kind of like don't subscribe to it because it's like they just keep doing shit like this that you know. Again, a lot it's of lazy, dude. a lot of people are split on this. You know, I'm seeing a lot of people saying like, "Oh, this is great! Like, we love to see this." I'm seeing a lot of people saying like, "Oh, like this is very, you know, tastefully done." And then I'm seeing other people saying like, "This is just not fun. This isn't good." Um, some people are saying like, "This is lazy," like you saying, um, you know, like yeah. <sighs> I mean, I'm not because my my ire isn't towards him. Yeah, that much. Like, I, like, I, like I said, I wish he, I wish he didn't have to do this. I wish, like you say, he's a great performer. Yeah, I wish, I wish he just go off that. But I understand. And that's interesting you say that because, in a small way, kind of like um, who was the dude, the uh, UFC guy who went MAGA, Kobe, Kobe Covington, Kobe Covington, yeah, right? Kobe Covington. You know, same thing. Same thing. Like he came in, and he's just like fucking spectacular to watch, but he just didn't really have a lane to build his character. Yeah, and now he has this and. They'll, every wrestler will tell you that the one thing you don't want is to go out there and for people not to respond. You exactly. either want them to cheer, you want them to boo. Yeah. And it seems like, I mean, there's no audience there, so yeah. there's no way to really know. Yeah. But given the response online, he would be getting a certain he's, kind of reaction. He's getting heat. This is he's what he wants. Heat. Like that. Like that's like they want the reaction. It's not about like if it's good or bad. It's just the reaction. Here's where I think it could be cool, because recently Bad Bunny has been all over WWE. Right, and he's been teaming with another Puerto Rican wrestler named uh, Damian Priest. Right, and he performed, and he's been doing on TV. He's got a T-shirt now. It's been great for both parties involved. Right, imagine Apollo Cruz is able to like really get over, and the next thing you know, 
he's showing up at WrestleMania with a live performance from your boy, Burna Boy. Right. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? I mean, that would be cool. Like, as I'm saying, like, it's... I'm, sorry, I'm not totally against it. I feel like he's a caricature of it. Mm-hmm. And it's... Yeah, it's... We got to give it some time to flesh out. Yeah, I just, like, I don't... it's Because it, it, it feels like... It's like it feels like crime time, in a way. Mm. It, like, from where, like, from where I'm standing, like, yeah. this is... It feels like my crime time, in a sense. Feel that. Rest in peace to Shad Gaspard, by the way. Yeah. Do you have an education for the week? I have a pick for the week. Okay. That works too. All right. Yeah. Because I don't have uh, his education of the week. Yeah. Our education of the week is that one month is not enough time to recognize all the black people that are doing great things. True. So we are extending that beyond Black History Month. Beyond. Black and beyond. Black and beyond. So we're going beyond Black History Month because we cannot fit in the confines of four weeks. Right. And highlight awesome black people. Because right. there are too many. Right. And I'm not I don't I don't want to wait a year to do it again because you can't make me. <laughs> okay, so who's your pick for this? For My this pick is a rap duo that that I think anyone can argue mm-hmm. does not get Anywhere near the level of accolades that they deserve. Can I guess? Sure. Okay. Um, well, okay. I'm going to rule out Outcast. Yeah. I'm going to rule out Mob Deep. Yeah. I'm going to rule out UGK. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, I know who it is. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I mean, you might get it. A-Ball and MJG. Nope. Oh, okay. Um, hold on. Um, Slum Village was that a duo? I'll give you one more. Um, I don't know, man. I'm kind of. I thought for sure it was going to be Avon and MJG because you talked about them before, but maybe it's no. But you want me to tell you? Yeah, tell me. It is Stickman and M1. Oh, Dead Prez. Dead Prez. Okay. Dead Prez. Good call. They are, because I, I don't know, I won't get them because they, they're they just, they're not going to be on the radio. Right. Not on anyone's radio. Right. But I think that their voice is super necessary because they rap about things that are going on now that we've talked about. They're talking about the shit in the 90s, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And they're, like, they are, they are a group that, although some things I respectfully disagree with, I think that they are, their voice is necessary in terms of of their, they're just speak anti-establishment, right? And they're really just also for the progression of black people as a whole. And their stuff is very edgy. It's very real. It's very raw. And that also that's also why they haven't been on the on the radio because sometimes I think it's just too raw for radio. But it's also very introspective, very thought provoking stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I mean, again, this probably doesn't resonate with a lot of people but when jay hopped on to the uh hell yeah remix yeah at that time jay was like he was pretty much jay at that point like he was recognized as like one of the best yeah and he hops on this remix with dead press who was like underground underground rap but like very well respected and sometimes we forget like what a fan of rap our favorite rappers are 
Yeah. So it shouldn't really be a surprise that somebody would be, you know, on, you know, big stars radar, but to hop on a song with them, to give them a little bit more exposure, to give them a little bit more shine, to, yeah. you know, give them a look, so to speak. That was a big moment. That was a huge yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of Dead Press. Says, uh, so am I. But, and, and they're one of those groups I just know that, because, you know, we don't know, uh, like, this is like, I guess now we're seeing that people just end up like getting taken from us mm-hmm. so suddenly. And I don't think they're going to have to happen to them, but I'm saying like, they're one of those groups I could easily see yeah. people forgetting about just because they're not in the mainstream. They're just not in the know. Right. And, and it's because of their subject matter that they are that way. Like they, like they could have gone a popular route, but they chose not to. They want to be what they rap about. Yeah. And they live what life they rap about. They really do. And they never once, I mean, I'm sure that they had at some point an opportunity to like, you know, go pop or, you know, do a song with Christina Aguilera or some bullshit like that. And they were just like, no. Yeah. So I don't like, I don't, I'll I'll try to make it to the point that I don't fault people that do that, Mm -hmm. but I want to celebrate the people that don't. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. So like, that's why Dead Prez is my pick for this week. My pick for this week is um okay so full disclosure met some of my ashley my girlfriend uh met some of her friends this past week and we played a one-off game of dungeon and dragons to kind of introduce them to the game so i had to go and get her uh, a pair of dice some dice right so i went to the store and i saw this box of cyberpunk dice not Cyberpunk the game, but Cyberpunk the original right. role-playing tabletop game. Dice. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I've never seen those before. And then it reminded me about Mike Pondsmith, who we referenced before on the show when we talked about Cyberpunk 2077. Now, he's the guy fathered all this shit. So he wrote a couple of RPGs, including Cyberpunk, and he did a little work on in a Dungeons & Dragons uh, storyline the forgotten realms and the oriental adventures which you know probably is problematic and probably change the title probably yeah. change the title uh don't want to get dr seuss but you know no big deal <laughs> but um i mean he's kind of a um in a, in a way uh sort of like a neil degrasse tyson in that he's um like a huge nerd huge geek huge contributor to geek culture um and not and, and a little atypical for that realm you know, like even though black people are very nerdy, very geeky, we are not often represented in the the same way uh, in in media, so to speak. Yeah. So you know, like when you think about the stereotypical Dungeons and Dragons player, you think of a you know overweight, smelly white dude, when in fact he could be an overweight, smelly black dude, yep. or he can be a skinny, smelling great white uh, black dude. He could be a uh, handsome black dude with nice shoulders and a really great radio voice, as he's been told time and time again. Um, that could be also a possible thing. So shout out to him, man. Could be. Shout out to Mike Pondsmith, man, because again, you know, not just contributing to geek culture, but Cyberpunk ended up being a pretty huge game. And I imagine at some point it's going to be a spinoff into a TV show or a movie. So it all starts with him, man. So shout out to him. Um, yeah, so with that being said, I would give that show in your new space, despite as stuffy as it is, 
I'd give that a 9.2 out of 10. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. That's all we do. We just do nines. Always out there spitting that fire. Spitting fire. Getting that heat. Every fucking week we spit fire. Getting that heat. My mouth stinks from all this fire I've been spitting. Yeah, it's just like train smoke. <sighs> Sulfury. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at State Your Take. Check out our pod uh, playlist. State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron on Spotify. Peruse our merch store. Check the link in the bio. Check the link in the bio for all the links to everything that we ever do all the time. Ever. We just be in there. And subscribe to the podcast, man. We'll be out here. Hit that sub button. And tell a friend. Tell one person about us. Yeah. I promise you, you won't regret it. Those guys... They're, they're, they're crazy but you know listen to them and if you want to donate to the show you can check the link in our show notes break us off a little piece of that bread yeah so we can pay some bills around here we do I can, I can like maybe pay some movers <laughs> pay some real movers yeah some real movers um do you have anything that you want to say to the people with like most of you we don't care for the rest of you Gator Productions.